The VOD Squad is brought to you with support from our amazing patrons. Join us live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Central on Twitch. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of The VOD Squad, the show where we talk about streaming technology. This is episode 211, December 2nd, 2020. I am Clyde, and today I am joined by Matthew Ross. Hey, everybody. Michael Aston. Howdy, y'all. And Jimmy Trammell. Hello from a chilly West Palm Beach, Florida. What's yeah. chilly? What do you call chilly? Yeah, it's in the low 60s. Right? Yeah, it's, it's cold jerk. enough that the, the alligators are hibernating, right? <laughs> yes. So I'm just curious. Isn't 211 an emergency number in uh, like other countries? Can't you dial nine, dial 211 to, to get an emergency? Uh, 211? I think it's an alternative dialing 911, I believe. I could be wrong. Uh, I think in, I don't know in other countries, it's, like, it's usually like 999, isn't it? So I'm places. sure. At least it's not that uh, that awfully long number that uh, uh, for oh one one eight nine 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 eight eight one nine nine one one nine seven two five four. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> that's the new emergency number in uh, England. <laughs> Do you know the song? Uh, you know, I can't. I can't remember. Is that? Uh, think, um, that's from the IT crowd. IT yeah. crowd, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I was like, I remember yeah. that that bit. That was hilarious. And and Webbit is right. The last digit is three. Oh, okay. I don't know. I was going out <laughs> memory. You did excellent. All I gotta say. <laughs> uh, no, I I had a there's a video. I I found the video when you started talking about that. And it had a big four up at the top, but it didn't have the last number. So I thought it was that. So, okay. Cool. Uh, we're here. It's we are. December. It, it, it is. CES registration is tomorrow. Oh, okay. But, yeah. So uh, I, I'm just curious. How, how many people do you think are going to go? Two. That are, are going to be there? Two. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That'd be good. Sounds like a yeah, uh, tentative two for sure. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. Sounds like it should be not yeah, not counting know. all the people that already live in Vegas. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just seems like now if if you wanted to, if you were like the kind of person I really wanted to go, but I hate crowds. This might be the year for you. This this would definitely be the year for you to go if you don't <laughs> want to see CES with crowds. Um, the, the downside being, of course, that, um, you, you'll see it the same as you would have at home. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, but, but, but there's different because you get you all the Vegas stuff. Yes. You can go get it, go to dirt dog. Yeah. Uh, I can't go to, uh, in and out here. No. Uh, I can't go to Roberto's. Uh, the lady that cuts my hair isn't here um the one no the i one i literally there. i literally go to ces so get my hair cut uh the lady that cuts my hair is in henderson um so sure 
Yeah, I mean, there's, it's, we've gotten to the point where we have, I've, you know, I've followed on your tradition. So now there's actual traditions of places that we eat every time we go to CES. Well, we we gotta go back, go, go back, get some Asabuco at the uh, new yeah. place. I was going to say, did we add that to the, to the oh, list? Oh, absolutely. Uh, any, any place that serves Asabuco, it, it's on my list. Mm -hmm. um, it, it sounds like you guys are there almost as much for the food as you are for the show. Well, why, why else would you go? The show? It was a great excuse <laughs> for a tax write-off to go. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, any, any, okay. the 90% the of the reason I travel anywhere is for the food. Okay. <laughs> uh, but that's not what we're here for. What not are we the here food? to talk about now? This isn't a food podcast. Uh, I wish it was. Oh well, then I guess we can talk about streaming stuff. Yeah. Hey, uh, we'll start with uh, this really wonderful note. Guess what, everybody? Comcast is raising prices. They're going to go ahead and be updating prices uh, in the year 2021. Uh, there's going to be different updates to various television fees. Um, things i mean some places are getting like a 16 dollar update in their broadcast fees and two dollars for regional sports and for a, a huge increase in fees for a lot of different things but for us the most important thing you should know is that they are going to be raising uh the costs of every single one of the internet uh, feeds for three dollars it's not a huge increase but it is the ever increasing turning of the wrench that you know screws down onto well, our wallets to take they, they had to pay for those new data caps somehow <sighs> yeah. no that's not how it works well it takes <laughs> it costs money to install those caps so you they're know not physical you, caps they're, they're, nothing's free <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i yeah can we can we say slightly tone deaf at this point in time to to announce uh, yeah, yeah. You know, everybody else is right. I mean, all the streaming services are raising prices. Comcast yeah, but the is just following suit. Yeah, I mean, Comcast raising their uh, price on internet is not the same as you know YouTube TV raising the price of their service. Um, now, yeah. Comcast raising the price of cable. Yeah, I I would say those are. Yeah, I mean, comparable. You're you're talking about a situation where, as as places are facing more likely shutdowns and and restrictions on access outside of the house, blocking people from the one way that, or increasing the cost of people's one way to work, access other people, receive entertainment. It's that's that's all I'm saying. It, it's pretty tone deaf. I understand they're a business. They've got to look out for their costs. I think if I was the CEO of Comcast, I would probably have indicated that, hey, we've been planning on this. We're going to hold off for three more months or something and, and get that little bit of goodwill as opposed to just going on with what probably has been planned for quite some time, to be fair. True. Um, mm -hmm. You know, but especially the internet, that's, that's the one that's really the killer in this situation. Um, and especially since a lot of people don't really have options, right? There are literally sure. only two options here mm -hmm. uh, for me. And I have lived in places where I only had one uh, broadband option. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's why it feels really tone deaf and uh, questionable on timing for me. 
Well, let's think this through for a minute, right? So Comcast, internet service provider, in the age of COVID, right, where uh, there's more people working from home, that's going to be more of a demand for their internet services. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you would think their revenues are rising because of it. Um, technology costs goes down year after year, typically, right? right? Uh, and then, I, I don't know, but I, I bet if you did some research, I bet Comcast might have been one of the companies that was out there with their hands held out when the government was passing out money just a few months ago. So, and now they're going to raise prices. Oh, they always are. I, I mean, I don't know. It just seems like... Um, yeah, they, yeah I, I, I think I would be, if I was a Comcast customer, I think I might would be tempted to write my congressman a, a letter. Over yeah. That. Yeah. Uh, you might exactly. want to look in to see if Starlink is in your neck of the woods yet. Yeah. Good point. I mean, that's, that's exactly right. You, you, you bring out all the key things, not, not just tone deaf, but they're probably one of the least impacted companies mm -hmm. out there. Right. Like, they're an essential service. Nobody's telling them that they have to not have linemen or installers or whatever. They're, so yeah, it, it's it's kind of an ugly ugly thing to do at this particular time. I I agree. Okay, well, I'm going to be the oddball guy here, and I'm going to defend Comcast. I know that's not makes sense because you know. Dare you. I, well, also, I use Comcast, and you know, I'm probably I'm going to be paying this extra fee. Um, you're right, Jimmy. Especially everything you said, they prob they definitely probably made a buco phone bucks because they got lots more people into uh, you know getting good services, paying extra for for higher bit rate services or whatever they need for their home internet and things like that. I have no doubt about that, and I have no doubt that they probably did ask for money from the federal government, although that seems stupid to me i agree with that um but at the same time costs of everything tends to go up just as natural inflation um if this was a natural the three dollars a month is not a ton amount it just it's it if it were me and i were comcast i'd be like saying hey we're looking at that over the next 10 years we're going to be updating your price every year on this date this much just so you know, this is going to be the standard due to inflation increases. Um, that's probably standard stuff, and that's probably okay. That being said, Mike's right. They should have been way ahead of this and explaining, you know, hey, this is mm -hmm. what's coming, and it's going to be let you know that, you know, you got two months or whatever the amount of time that it would be nice to let them know something's going to happen. Um, one month is, doesn't feel like a night. Yeah. Well, especially you're right. if you're in some sort of contract. Yes. Yeah. Hey, wait a second. That might break a contract, technically. Yeah, read your contract. Yeah, <laughs> it depends, on, contract. depends on the contracts. <laughs> Most yeah. likely, they cannot raise the price mid-contract. So you're locked into your yeah. price until your contract ends. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, raising prices right now just doesn't feel right to me. And, you know, even and if you were going to do that, you know, lift the data caps. You know, nope. lift the data caps and then, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, it, I don't think having data caps on there costs them any more money, right? It, it's just a way for them to uh, maybe control some of their cost, right? It is all it is. It's not. I don't think it's cost, costing them any more money actually. To to not data caps is like is like charging for bags on an airplane. You're already moving the plane from point A to point B. 
you're just trying to find a way to make more money on the people that are willing to pay it. Yes. So, and, and that's really what it is. The people that can't afford or aren't willing to pay for data caps manage their budget more carefully so they don't go over. They make their kids stop watching videos or whatever the last couple of days of the month. Um, as opposed to individuals like me, I don't care. If I had a data cap, I would never even think about letting my data get reduced. Uh, I would just pay more, right? So I would be those people that would absorb it. it. It's just like the plane tickets. I don't fly anything but Southwest because the other flights charge for bags. And I think it's stupid, um, but it doesn't cost them more to, to take the bags, just like it doesn't cost Comcast more to have more bandwidth. So somebody make a note. I, I have a comment about the bags on the plane, but that, that doesn't matter here. Uh, the fact that they implement or they announced the data caps last week and then announced the price hike this week makes me feel like they're actively trying to get people to leave. <laughs> which, oh, which I mean, they're raising, they're also raising, or ATT's raising the price on Dish. Um, the sure. thing that they're kind of stuck with that they kind of wish they could get rid of almost like they're trying to give people an incentive to go to something else so that they can just shut it down. The only um, pr problem is that but, there's not much else to go to. <laughs> I mean, so, for TV, there are options, yeah. especially if you're getting off a satellite and you're going to go to cable. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, this is the first time since I moved that I'm glad that I'm no longer on Comcast. So We'll just leave it at that and move on. All right. Next story is a story about a uh, thing that I misread. So I actually thought that the word was uh, this a little different than maybe maybe it shouldn't have been on this story. But anyways, hey, if you like classic RPGs and you like old computers, uh, you should be happy to know that uh, a, Jap a, a Japanese uh, developer has ported the game Wise 1 and Wise 2. I think I'm pronouncing yeah, that correctly. It's Wise. Uh, you know, I, I, nobody ever told me. Uh, to the Sharp X68000, which is an old PC that was only sold in Japan. When I originally read this story, I thought it was a, a 68000 was an old Sharp TV that was in Japan. I was oh. thought that somebody <laughs> had ported it to the TV, which I thought was really freaking awesome. Now that I've read the story, it's just an old port to an old system. Um, which is a pretty cool thing. I like seeing people take old games and give them new life. That's good stuff too. But uh, no, my my mistake, guys. So there. Oh, I don't know if you can read that. There's Wise Seven. Ah, uh, yes. You know, I I actually played one and two on my PSP. Uh, <laughs> I only got into this this franchise because of my PSP. So um, and I've got Wise Origins on my computer. Um, I. I'm just curious why I get that the original port of wise one wasn't good and wise two never made it onto the platform, but is there like a subculture that is still rocking this PC today? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I kind of envision it as like, I had my Commodore 64 yeah, and I kept that thing up and running for decades after it should have been in a landfill. Right? I mean, pe people still use the sixty-four for different things. Yeah, exactly. But... I mean, there's there is a little bit of that like old old PC nostalgia that 
some people hold on to, you know, you'll see, you'll occasionally see somebody that has like a, a Commodore 64 um, PC sitting behind them or mm -hmm. the driver there. And so I think that there is definitely that kind of subculture. I don't know about this particular Sharp PC. Of course, um, I wasn't in Japan in 1987, so. Why not? Uh, but, uh, I, I certainly have that nostalgia of at times wishing I could go back and replay um, Pirates Gold on <laughs> Commodore 64 or um, or Art of War. And then I really stopped for a few more seconds and I real think about it and I was like, wait a minute, these those games were really really wouldn't hold up in the in the test of time. But I did love them in that day. And I think that just like Dragon Warrior is one that I can still go back and play Dragon Warrior 1 and enjoy it. I think there's people out there that yeah. probably are the same way with this. Yeah, it was just, I mean, if this had been some like released for something like, let's say, a Commodore that still is in, you know, the people's might or in the current zeitgeist. Uh, zeitgeist is the right word. Thank you. Yeah. Um that would I I wouldn't question this as much. I mean, there's still people producing NES games. Every once in a while, you'll get like a brand new something for the Mega okay. Man Nine. Did that I, come I get out for that the NES? Because that was something that was widely available. Something that is still widely in use. I just. I don't understand this move unless well, it, I, I'm I'm willing to bet whoever is behind this has been bitter since 1991 that Wise 2 never came on his computer and he finally got to the point in his career where he could do this. So it's more of a vendetta personal mission. Um, and, I mean, the other the other side of this is you the while wise 2 was never released on this particular uh platform, platform. one yeah. was so yes there's a very low lift effort to get one re-released on it and but the one the version that was on one was very bad and they made changes to it so on this platform it was bad so the new version is faithful to the original um i thought it yeah, oh, yeah it, the, the the port it was a bad port originally. It had 3D, uh, had like 3D bosses, which, oh, okay, you know, but, but whatever. But yeah, but yeah, interesting. So, I mean, if you are a fan of the Sharp X68000, <laughs> 68,000, I guess, yep. uh, you're in luck. It, it's going to, yes, and they will come on 3.5 inch floppy disks, and you won't need to swap your disks. Uh, swapping a blank to save isn't that nice yeah mm -hmm. and if you're interested in more of that 8-bit computer era go ahead and check out the 8-bit guy he's a good he's got all kinds of cool stuff about that hey uh so microsoft you know they're they're the new productivity company you know they're about making sure that you are very productive in your work in fact they've got these tools you know microsoft office you might know about it and this really cool to program platform you might even call called Microsoft Teams, where you're supposed to have chat rooms and shared documents and video conferences in it, right? Mm -hmm. Totally cool. 
no problem there. Now they've decided that they're going to look into this idea of being able to score your meetings. Now, what does that mean? Score your meetings. That well, means they're looking at your mood and your like uh, gestures correct. and they're creating an audio background, right? No, <laughs> not Wait. that kind of score. No, <laughs> they are looking at your mood and your gestures and your, your eye contact and you know your this, the tone of your voice and all of the other things and literally providing a numerical score to how productive your meeting is and um yeah the uh so microsoft channeled the chinese government <laughs> sort of and the productivity score that they put under here uh this is still kind of a thing a concept a thing that they're thinking of doing or thought of doing right well, uh, if you go to the next story, well, they've decided maybe well, we shouldn't so, do that. <laughs> so here's the thing about this that that's interesting to me. I mean, the thing that immediately jumps out at me is, you know, thinking about individuals like on the spectrum, uh, Asperger's especially, where individuals that really have a difficult time understanding other people, reading other people and stuff, mm -hmm. it seems like there's actually usable, valuable stuff here. But because it's Microsoft, they inherently think about how can we apply this to the workplace, which is probably the one place where it really doesn't make sense. You, in order to be a boss, you need to be able to read the room. And that, that's the one thing that they, that they mentioned is like, even when you don't, you can't read the room and tell that everybody's bored and not getting anything out of it, you'll right. know that that was a waste of a meeting. It's like, that's that's pretty quintessential to being a boss that's, well uh, i was gonna say that's like basically the definition of a meeting <laughs> well this is true <laughs> well, well how microsoft with their original you know release of the data about what it's supposed to be about the interpretation by the press and most of the people who read about it were like they're scoring you based on how productive you are this doesn't feel right and uh they've been trying to backpedal saying was well, never intended to score individuals and wasn't supposed to score how well certain things that you introduce in the meeting if they work or did, not as an aggregate did, did they ever release what the name of this product is oh i don't know probably i assume it's big brother <laughs> <laughs> no but no that's too is good of a name big microsoft we is were warned of microsoft is horrible at name so it would probably be something like microsoft uh Microsoft Office 365 Productivity Rating Plus. Azure yeah, Extreme. They, yeah, they <laughs> just they're just calling it Insight Computer System. You know, they I'm sure they have an internal code name, but that's what they revealed it as. And it's not directly tied to the productivity score. It's just kind of being released in that same kind of genre and suite. So while the productivity score is intended to help you understand how your employees are making use of Microsoft Office and all of the tools that they have available to them. This would be kind of like a complement to that, not about productivity so much, but about value for meetings. And so I, I think, like, like I said, I think that the idea is, is valid. There's probably better applications than, you know, reading a business meeting um, because again, managers and leaders and they should be trained that should be one of the key 
that's quintessential to being a good leader is being able to determine if your meetings are valuable. But what what you would get is the ability to like have this run during a number of meetings and over time identify, hey, these types of meetings, like these, uh, you know, maybe you're doing a scrum and you've got your daily standups and you've got your um, your scoring meetings and stuff like that. And then you could go back and you could look and you could say, we get 50% productivity out of our scoring meetings. And it looks like general disinterest and people aren't paying attention. And so then you can start to look at that and figure out how to make that meeting more effective, whether you shorten it because people lose interest towards the end, or maybe you cut that meeting out and accomplish those goals in a different way. Um, again, there's there's value to be seen here. I think it's interesting, um, but it seems like the kind of thing that works really in an academic setting, in a research setting. Someplace like IBM might do this and then release their findings, and then everybody can implement IBM's new business meeting process that they fine-tuned utilizing this and pay IBM a bunch to teach to teach your company how to do their new process that beats Scrum by 20%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have a prediction and this goes back to a couple weeks ago. You guys asked mm -hmm. me. Um, and so Tesla is going to buy this from Microsoft to use in their self-driving cars <laughs> so that they can rate the interaction with the people in the car to determine. So the AI can make adjustments. You can, you know, facial features and stuff. We'll tell him if, oh, no, it's, he's not happy that I made the turn here that, or blah, blah, blah. Self-driving car powered by this connected to Starlink. That's how you get Skynet. Oh, man. You get robot uprising because you asked what, what, are the, what are the robots? And then I realized after the fact, obviously, it's the self-driving cars. Um, <laughs> This yeah, so you, th this is part of your Sky, Skynet theory. Oh, yeah. this 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 is when Starlink uh, becomes Skynet. It's this is the missing piece. Mm. I thought I thought you were going to say that he would use the the this to make the self driving car drive in reflection of the person that's in the car, so that now your your self driving car drives as bad as you do. <laughs> well, it might, but the thing is, it, uh, yeah. Uh, your self-driving car drives angry because you're angry. <laughs> wait, well, well, this basically would give the car the ability to judge the passenger. And when you've got every self-driving car judging their passenger all connected by <laughs> Starlink, that means they're all going to be communicating with each other. Eventually, you're going to have those behind-the-scenes uh bitching sessions between the AIs <laughs> as they start to, you know, uh, hate the passengers. And then that's when you get the uprising and, uh, yep. So, uh, so, moving if on. so if you flip the finger during one of these meetings, does that increase the score or decrease the score? <laughs> it depends which finger. Also depends on how low the score is. It might increase. It. <laughs> <laughs> I engagement mean, just increased I mean, you, you, you could be you could be just saying hey you're number one yeah <laughs> uh all right guys i have a question for you um question is simple what would you call a quibby now uh 
they were not even as a, as successful as movie pass mm. and that's not even setting the bar very high i would well, call quibi a, a self-referential name that's that makes sense to me too because maybe quibi should be eight months how long is a quibi it's eight months because uh, that's about as long as they lasted yeah. That's right. Quibi is that company that's raised $1.75 billion to make 10 minute videos that had a 1.5 million in, in, uh, uh, initial subscribers who dropped very quickly and lasted only eight months to be disappear to disappear off the face of the earth as of the first Quibi is no more. The jokes, unfortunately, will never end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they made hundreds of dollars. <laughs> Probably. No, I don't think they made anything. No. <laughs> they lost millions of dollars. <laughs> All right. And, and they did make two Emmys. <laughs> that's gotta say. That, there you go. That's something to show for it. How much how much does now we I think we just quantified how much does two Emmys cost? One quibby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 1.75 1.75 billion yeah that's it's, the investment that they made yeah so that's amazing but the yeah, quibi so it's like quibi is the quibi of businesses see so now, they didn't even like i said they quibi didn't even make the, it as long as movie pass and movie pass has been the butt of jokes for how many years that's true um that's bad if you can't even you know uh yeah but Imagine yeah. being one of the investors invested in this, right? I'd be pissed yeah. off. Can, can you yeah. imagine being Katzenberg? Yeah, I'd be trying to find a place to hide. Who talked <laughs> uh, his friends, people like Steven Spielberg, into being part of it? Yeah, I'd be like, you can't come over. I, I, we're quarantining. You can't come in. <laughs> we're, we're nobody's home. <laughs> yeah. Nobody here but us yeah. chicken. Yeah. Quarantine never ends for him. Uh -oh. Yeah, That's one of the in, one of the investors, you know, holding his head in his hands, saying, "Man, why did I ever invest in this?" What, what, Meg meanwhile, Whitman was involved, his, wasn't she? Meanwhile, his his friend next to him would say, "Oh, I know why. It's because you're a dumbass." Yeah. What, Meg Whitman was involved, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, she hasn't done anything good since eBay. So, um, yeah, she was involved in eBay. Oh, wow. Hey, guys, you want another way to pay for a Sinclair channel? Good luck for you. We've got this new way of you buying Discovery Plus. That's right. Is that, that the new Star Trek channel? Where it's just all Star Trek Discovery no, all the unfortunately, time? Unfortunately, or fortunately, no, depending on how you look at that. Uh no, it's the Discovery Channel, you know, that Discovery Channel where you can watch the Discovery Channel and also have a couple of other things. Apparently, it's got uh, a couple of the other channels available as part of this network, too. But uh, Discovery Channel for Discovery Plus is a new streaming service that is available for $5 a month with ads. $7 yeah, without. With ads. What, I mean, I, uh, I'm sorry. You can already buy this, get almost all of this stuff through Philo or one of the other different services. Uh, but they've all, uh, but I feel like the uh, Sinclair is trying to slowly rip themselves into many multiple pieces that they can sell off individually and make as much money as they can from well, it. Well, so considering Sinclair's stuff is 
falling off of YouTube TV like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not surprised they're trying to do something on their own, but um, I know Discovery as the channel I stopped caring about when Mythbusters ended. True. They, I don't yeah. think I've watched anything on Discovery since uh, was that 2015 when you, when they finished. I have or watched 2011, two or three episodes from Shark Week. Most the only one I actually remember watching in the last like five years was last year. Andrew Maine had a show, an episode on Shark Week, and I watched that. Um, I think that might be it. The full extent of what I've watched on Discovery in the last five years since Mythbusters went away. I agree. The uh, The great thing about the Discovery Network and the History Channel pretty much has all gone away, which was a, 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 a kind of a documentary level, but not information about the world. You know, I, I what was it? The guy who originally made Discovery said he he, he knew how to make this work. He was, he was essentially um, all um, um, sharks and Nazis. If you could just do those two things, he That's, could. Yeah. Uh, he could. He would. And and he worked. It really was. It was a bunch of that when it first started, and it was an incredible hit. And so is he the one that made uh, the movie Sky Sharks? I have no idea. <laughs> That's about. There's like Nazis Nazi sharks. riding on flying sharks. That's they awesome. Attack a plane. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what that sound, what sounds like come my ten- Oh, sorry, Matt. No, it's okay. Uh, sorry. Uh, this, you know, what caught my attention here, you know, calling it Discovery Plus. I noticed a lot of these services are starting to say, you know, whatever the name of the service plus, right? Uh, well, so, they, I, so I wonder which one is going to be the first one that's going to come out with a new version of that and call it plus plus. <laughs> the, and and that the fact that everybody's using plus is goes back to my justification for why HBO went max. Mm-hmm. Because for the longest time, everybody was using go and now those right. were coined by HBO. Right. And the fact that they coined those that became industry standard for many years, there's no way that they would go to HBO plus because then they would be copying someone else. Um, mm-hmm. But point. I mean, cause you've got Disney plus Apple TV plus and uh, yeah, it's AMC plus. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a lot of pluses out there now. I just wonder, is anybody going to go plus plus? Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, there's a there's a programming joke in there somewhere, so that's all right. C, is that C plus <laughs> plus? Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> that that's going to be the new uh, the new CBS after they realize that Paramount was a bad idea as well. No, it's Google's going to relaunch uh, their social media network, and it's going to be Google plus plus. It's G plus plus. G plus plus. Could be plus plus. No, minus minus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for everyone to go to XL. <laughs> and well, then, then XXL. have to go XXL. Yeah. I mean, come and on. then triple XL. Um, no, don't, to don't, show don't. that they've really got a lot of content. Um, <laughs> I mean, the, the one thing I, I, I am somewhat interested in in this is Disney Discovery Plus or just the Discovery Networks, TLC, Food Channel, and stuff. They're in like 
every single package that everybody provides. So it's the easiest one to get a hold of. But as somebody that doesn't want to subscribe to those, uh, I'm going to cancel Hulu when the football season's over, of course. So I won't have any way to get this channel. So I kind of like that I could theoretically subscribe for seven bucks to watch Shark Week because I actually really do like watching the Shark Week. Um, I think that's kind of cool. And they'll get seven bucks a year from me. But hey, it's better than nothing, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know, one alternative to that could be curiosity stream. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. You, you could probably buy almost a whole year's worth for like what, 12 bucks? <laughs> uh, you, actually, I did buy it last year for, for 12 bucks because yes. it, they had it on sale. Uh, normally it's $20. And so they had it down to 12 bucks, which is $1 a month. And how much and did you like, watch it? Watched one show. <laughs> I fell asleep during it. And I was like, I've, I've watched several several shows on, on there. Yeah, I, I kind of I don't watch it all the time, but I've watched several several shows on there. <laughs> yeah. I, I I'm I'm very I very tend to binge, right? So the problem that I have is if it's if it's the thing that I want to binge right now, I'll watch it, but then I may not watch that thing again for six months. Like Netflix is one of those. I watch Netflix. Every few months, I'll find a show, I'll watch the heck out of it, and then I won't touch Netflix again for a number of months. Mm -hmm. um, everybody in my family uses Netflix, so it's okay for me to just keep paying for that all the time. But it's it's one where, like this, I would literally watch Shark Week and that would be it. But, I, but during Shark Week, I would watch TV almost nonstop, especially mm -hmm. if I'm working from home. It would just be on here, and every once in a while, I'd get to watch a shark eat something. <laughs> It'd be fun. Ah, what if shark. what if Shark Week became a week of nonstop baby shark? <laughs> <laughs> it's not 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 that it's more like a Movember kind of thing where it's a thing that people just do, <laughs> not something that's being broadcast. We we, yeah. we need to we need to identify our own the VOD Squad's Shark Week, and then we'll just play Baby Shark on our twitch stream for a week straight <laughs> either that or a sharknado week <laughs> watch all the episodes of sharknado in a week yeah, yeah. i think there's well, one one for every day of the week right yeah say, aren't they at like, like seven six, now six, six or seven yeah i well, get seven then we could do one a day yeah <laughs> hey hey hi guys i think of you guys any guys into uh, uh into the tiktok uh, I, I did. You don't stop. So TikTok for me, this is the thing. I downloaded it and I watched it and I found that anytime I sat down, I started watching TikTok and not paying attention to anything else around me. Mm. And I was like, okay, this has got to go. And <laughs> I can, I can attest. I have watched him watch TikTok. <laughs> okay. With the kind of side glance of what are you doing <laughs> yeah it, i mean the, there is probably it, it might be fair to say that there's basically nothing of value on tiktok that might be totally fair to say but mm. it is still it can pull you in and sink your brain into mush really <laughs> fast I, no, no. I, I will say brian brushwood will be very happy to hear you say that 
All I've got to say is that TikTok. Uh, he's is, got you know, a bunch the, of content on there. The, the <laughs> format of TikTok is, you know, the 30 second thing. So you have to be able to tell at a compelling story, uh, you know, uh, or something, say something funny in that amount of time in order to keep your interest and make you make a, a decent piece of video. It's the same thing for making a good, uh, good, funny or very uh, succinct uh, commercial that's good. So um, this is pretty standard stuff. So uh, apparently uh, the 32nd thing has been, or the 60 second limit has been changed for some users. And there've been some people out there who've been allowed to uh, make three, uh, three minute long ones on TikTok. And uh, apparently the, uh, the response has been, what the hell? <laughs> Aren't those called vines? Yeah. That, were they two minutes or three? Anyways, that's, I, not, I don't that's know. okay. Mine was six seconds. They oh, was it only six seconds? Sure. I don't know. Uh, but uh, but a three. But so uh, uh, the one of my favorite comment that I see here: someone made a three-minute TikTok, but it was just a flamingos merch ad, which. <laughs> Which you know, the first time somebody saw one was an, was an advertisement, which makes me just like, like oh my goodness. Um, do you think this kind of a change to the streaming uh, platform? Yes, it is a streaming platform. Do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing for the platform? Here, here's the thing: sixty seconds was the right amount. Uh, I would say That's the great. average TikTok was probably more like more in the ten to thirty second range. Most okay. of them that I saw were fairly short, but there were there were a fair number at 60 seconds here's the trick though 60 seconds is a quick bit right you can do a, a quick thing a quick song impersonation a little a little snippet of a of a line whatever three minutes is a story like three minutes is longer to, than the average song yeah you have to come you have to build something out of that you can't just be tell a quick joke or hum a little ditty and sound pretty decent or lip sync to a bit of a song. A, a three minute lip sync video would be ridiculous. So it, it works in three in in 30 to 60 seconds. But to get up to that three minute mark, you're going to have to take put in some real production value. And maybe that's not to, to say special effects and things. But you need to spend time plot planning and plotting out the story and having something that you tell rather than just something that's like, there's a punchline and that's the whole thing. And that's not what you see on TikTok. So I can't imagine it working. I think this, that no, that's like the trick with Quibi, right? Like Quibi had this short format. It's very hard to tell a real story in that amount of time, but it's too long for something that doesn't really tell a story and move right. along TikTok saw quibi die and they said hold my beer maybe <laughs> or sorry 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 i i i had to i forgot to take into uh, account the uh the audience uh and user base it's hold my kombucha <laughs> <laughs> or bubble tea yeah. depending no i mean uh, that's sounds sounds reasonable they're going to show them how it could be done, how it should have been done. I, I got to try this TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, I, if I were to try TikTok, it would be a total lurker. And then yeah, I'd probably I've say, I've seen nope, some of TikTok in my life. I'm going to throw it yeah, away. Yeah, <laughs> I was a total lurker. And I should I really need to apologize for that that CES that I was on TikTok with Black. Because it really <laughs> probably was 
Like, well, I was doing my own thing. It's like, coming? whatever. But um, <laughs> no, I, I mean, TikTok from the little bit of TikTok I catch every now and then over my daughter's shoulder. I equate it to my the same thing as my experience on Twitter in the fact that every second I spend looking at it, I hate humanity <laughs> even more. So I don't go there unless I absolutely have to. And I haven't had a compelling reason to be forced into TikTok. So I stay far away. The very um, small amount of respect or uh acceptance of humanity is slowly dwindling away to nothing mm -hmm. well, yeah <laughs> yeah <sighs> all right uh what about amazon what's amazon up to so um amazon is uh taking their fire tv cube you know that they're pretty much their premium device for hooking up to your tv and uh they've made it possible for you to hook up to uh, a webcam and with obviously to your tv and be able to use it and make two-way video calls it only requires a few things specific things like getting a webcam that's compatible like something that's got uvc support which most do has to be 720p which most do and at least 30 frames per second which again most do but not necessarily all of them do you need to make sure they're not using a 4k capable webcam because apparently you do that it tries to stream 4k and it's kind of hard for it to do that you have to have a special cable that's micro usb to a usb adapter in order to hook it up because apparently there's no usb ports on the thing that's weird um and then, then you can use it to use that ever so wonderful uh, uh, uh service to talk over it two way that's right you're able to talk to other amazon devices that have cameras and uh, video adapters and uh, like you know the echo show so yeah. you also what? apparently this will also it can also notify you when someone rings your doorbell couldn't it do that automatic already well, I was going to say, you know what else notifies you when someone rings your doorbell? Your doorbell? Your doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, so as as the resident Fire TV guy, um, there's a couple of things that, that stand out to me here about this. Um, yes, uh, you have for quite some time had the ability to use your Fire TV to see your like ring doorbell when somebody comes. Um, and yes, your ring doorbell may ring to your doorbell, though it doesn't necessarily have to. Um, it also rings to all of your devices that you want it to. So uh, if you have a ring doorbell, it may not be the doorbell that notifies you. It might actually just be your phone. Um, the thing that is interesting to me here is that this is a time where like this is the opposite of comcast right making bad decisions that are uh, offensive to people in a time like this to amazon that's trying to find ways to help people connect and be together so this is that great solution for the person who um who is sick or has yeah. a real illness and, and is a little afraid to go out and spend time with family they can engage with people remotely or the grandparents that live a few states away. My, my grandparents love to spend time watching the kids and sometimes they do it on their tablets. This is an easy way. My parents have a fire cube, we have a fire cube and they could see the whole room and engage maybe a little bit more interactively with the kids on something like this 
I think it's a great idea and this, it's the right this, time. This is a thing that people or companies keep trying to implement and people just never seem to want it. Like Arcos did this uh, with their Google TV or uh, box back in 2013. It even had a camera built into it. It was a cool box because the box mounted to the top of your TV so that, you know, um, I know Microsoft's tried to do this with the uh, connect. You're trying to make it relevant. Uh, the Facebook's uh, portal. Yeah, you've got the Facebook, Facebook one. Um, all My main question with any of these is how long do you think it will take before it gets hacked and videos of you sitting on your couch in your underwear start streaming out publicly? Um, well, I mean, this is, that's, that's the concern about literally all webcams everywhere, right? Or it should be. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. you should view any webcam you have pointed at you as a place that somebody could be watching you. Um, but, you know, I mean, I guess I think the thing to me is there's a lot of value that can be had, especially in a quarantine, quarantine time from something like this. I like it. I think... I'm probably not going to go out and buy a webcam to hook up to my Fire TV Cube because there's like 6,000 other devices that accomplish that in my house. Um, but I could see my parents asking me to, and then I would, right? So um, I think it's pretty cool. And I certainly would include a camera cover and a button so, that's a hard shift although shift. it is a good incentive to keep your living room clean because <laughs> you never know when someone's gonna call you all right so i got no problem with the concept of putting a camera on this and putting it into your sure. living room and having this i did this for thanksgiving i plugged in to my uh, uh my my android tv this webcam mm -hmm. and used uh, google duo on it on my android tv to call my mom and have a nice you know 45 minute conversation where she could see the whole room <laughs> my only issue was for some reason it did not pick up the microphone on this webcam i had to play this thing out and uh <laughs> in front of my tv but that's okay it still worked and she was able to, from her tablet, be able to call, mm -hmm. be able to talk to us, which was great. And I, my problem with this is that um, the kludginess of yes. this setup, because it has to have a special cable, it is not compatible with very many different, I mean, it's compatible with enough, but there's some, apparently some gotchas with webcams. And the only service it currently works with is calling other Echo devices. Seems, seems like... Man, there's you. You got a little bit more to go, guys. Just yeah. a little bit more and, to and make this work. I, I'm seamless, not saying, so, yeah. and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm no, just questioning good. number one: if people are finally ready, uh, as far as the market is, the market there, and also, I'm questioning why they're just trying to shoehorn this into an existing device, right? Rather than uh, selling a $30 device that you put on top of your TV. Either so think, developing something to do it or, you know, adding it to the next I mean, version. Yeah, um, that, unless well, they're Amazon, trying to test the market. 
Doesn't Amazon sell an Echo Show already? Yeah, and it works with Echo Show. That's the point. Yeah, the Echo, but it, but you can't use the Echo Show with the big screen in your living room. Right. I, I mean, I think that the, that's the the point exactly though isn't that this is going to be a big money maker for them. I think Amazon is actively trying to provide a solution to a situation that we're all in to help wow. people similar to what Matt did get something that takes care of them. Cause like I said, you know, my parents have a, a fire TV cube. I've got one. It would be trivial for us to connect those two together. And mm -hmm. that might be easier for my dad or my mom to set up than, you know, going out and buying a new device and setting that up or, you know, having to position a laptop in a way that the lighting works and, you know, yeah. So maybe for the few people that would want this, I guess it's okay. But I, yeah. I got to say the vast majority is just going to use their phone or tablet. Well, and, and, and back to my, my point is the fact that they're shoehorning it into this device is the, the fact that it's okay. And it's maybe not nearly as kludgy if you already own the cube, but I'm not going to recommend to anybody. My parents don't have one. I don't have right. one. If we want to use this, I'm not going to say, okay, you're going to go buy this cube. Then you're going to get this other device. And then you're going to buy these adapter cables. Yeah. And th that that's what yeah. I'm really yeah, questioning. If they really want to implement this, why don't they just come out with the fire cube cam or something like it, that? And, yeah. Unless, I mean, there is a thing that, I mean, they could just be using this uh, to test the waters and right. say, well, did Perhaps. people want to use it? No. Were they willing to jump through all these hoops? Yes. Resounding yes. Okay, well, let's bake it into the next right. product. Yeah. But who Could knows? Be. Who knows? Yeah. I, I mean, like I said, I my guess is this is a combination of, you know, satisfying an immediate need for the people that it will help immediately and get some marketing research in there, like Clyde is indicating. And see what what it takes and how effective it is and then we'll probably see if it goes well a new device like a fire tv cam or a fire tv interactive i don't know something i'll have, I'll have to get one so i can stream myself sleeping on the couch to twitch <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, and fire. break their terms of service there i know fire tv plus there you go. Now plus go plus, plus plus XL plus plus XL three. Now, now. Hey, uh, uh, so to the if, max. You're an, if you're an Amazon Music Unlimited subscriber, you've been able to, you know, listen to your music available to other services and store your music to that service as well. Uh, you now have a new option when you pull up one of your favorite new. new uh, um, songs you have uh, Amazon Music Unlimited now includes the videos that are related to those songs, so you can watch the music videos. Uh, I never used uh, uh, Amazon Music Unlimited or just regular Amazon Music, uh, so I'm curious if it's like using their services or if it's linking to the YouTube video or something else. I imagine that they have their own copy of it. Um, but yeah, um, sometimes you know the music video is just as good as the music itself. So guys, uh, if you have access to this, it's a cool new feature for you. Video killed the radio star. Uh, I do pay for Amazon Music Unlimited. Um, I don't even know how much I pay. I think it's 15 a month. Uh, but 
only because I want to be able to stream on multiple Amazon devices simultaneously with different songs. Uh, so um, I use YouTube. I, I also pay for YouTube. That's why if I want to watch music videos or music videos playing, I use YouTube. So um, that's what I run up here is I run my YouTube TV and not YouTube TV. I run YouTube on my TV and have music videos going most of the day that are podcasts that are on YouTube. And I can't imagine using this for this purpose. This is strictly, I use music unlimited strictly in my car and on the Amazon Echoes. So if I understand trends, <laughs> does this mean, so if Amazon is now, uh, offering music videos does this mean they're secretly trying to get into the reality market <laughs> reality because <laughs> video killed the radio star but reality killed the video star no. <laughs> yeah, you get that right maybe well, I, when, think, I think you're on to something there Clark. so i think they're they're secretly they they want to get into reality tv and this is uh music videos are a gateway to reality that's the first, that's the first reality air quotes um yeah, uh, I mean, this is a thing that is, does this just automatically play or do you have to like actively search for the video? Because Spotify was doing a thing a while back where while, you know, they were, if the video was available, they would do like the song lyrics on the screen or would play the music video or whatever, but I mm -hmm. Um, which I like to see more of that, yeah. especially if you're casting to another device rather yeah, than yeah. looking at a static picture it, is cool. It, In the car, it, obviously, doesn't make sense. If they implement it like Apple Music, you know, it'll be uh, curated by genres or have, you know, various um, uh, curated lists that you can play. And it does play continuous. Yeah, I mean, they... So it sounds like to answer a couple of those questions or address a couple of those things. First of all, it is, it is like uh, on the YouTube music, there's a, a toggle button that lets you toggle between just music or the video. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're streaming music, it's just going to stream music, but you can just flip it and it'll toggle to the video. And if the video is available, it'll show it. And if not, it'll just like say the title like it normally would. Um, and so I think, you know, okay, that's fine. I just, I don't know many people that would get much use out of this. I think that most people that cared about the music videos were paying for YouTube. Otherwise, why would, why wouldn't you, right? Like if you want the music videos, that's where they are. Um, and the, it sounds like though, you know, they added the x-ray feature, which gives you insights about music and who's in it and stuff and pop is it like pop lyrics and things which has been on the tv sh channel you've, you've had x-ray available on amazon tv so they've added that as well so kind of beefing up the features bringing consistency across the board it's probably a good idea i just don't see how that's going to make much difference for them considering that if you cared about YouTube uh, videos, you were almost certainly on YouTube all along. It's a checkbox on the list, <laughs> the feature list. That's yeah. what it is, which is good for them.
Hey, uh, so uh, Wonder Woman, uh, 1984, which I'm wondering what happened to the other 1982, but uh, they are coming out with a movie, of course, and uh, going to be available on December 25th. And um, this movie is going to be uh, uh, HBO Max's first movie to be streamed in 4K. And not just 4K, it's got all the cool buzzword features, including HDR10, Dolby Vision, and Dolby Atmos. This will be available for you to stream in all of its glory on the following devices, the Apple TV 4K, the Amazon Fire Stick 4K, the Amazon Fire TV Cube, the 4K Fire TV Edition Smart TVs, Chromecast Ultras, uh, the AT&T TV and other select Android TV devices, boy, being really specific there, and but notably, it is not going to be available in 4K on the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One. So, sorry guys, there's you, you're not going to get your awesome 4K there. But this is a big step for them. They want to be able to push the the high def, high uh, um, high quality image over their service, and this is their first attempt it's to do so because Microsoft and PlayStation or and Sony don't want it because they need to give you a reason to upgrade to the PS5 and the mm -hmm. Xbox monolith. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Great. <laughs> Good for them. That's all I have to say. I have no interest in this movie. Well, I'm excited. Not, it's, uh, this is less an announcement about the movie. This is more announcement of their first 4K. No, I, that's what I was saying. That's why I said, okay. Good for them because... I don't have a 4K TV. No. <laughs> we changed the we just changed the well, rhetoric and it's the same reaction. Now see this changes my priority. I'd kind of been thinking you know maybe there's nothing that I need a big screen TV for at home. I don't need to go spend 2 grand on a on a 4K OLED TV. But I really want to see this I loved Wonder Woman 1. I think Gal Gadot is like the best Wonder Woman ever. And She's the whole reason you got into Fast and Furious? No, didn't even know she was in it. Yeah. Um, but I, I liked Wonder Woman. I thought it was really good. And I think she's really good at this. I will definitely see this. I will get HBO Max just so that I can watch this. Unless I can buy it at the same time, which I don't think I can. I think it's only going to stream on HBO Max for a while. Well, if only you had access to HBO Max. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's fine. I just want to see it on a bigger TV. So now I got to think, do I want to buy a bigger TV so that I can see it? Because 55 inches is just puny. Well, I'm, I'm excited for it. I have HBO Max because I use American Telephone and Telegraph for my internet service, and I have a 4K OLED television. So yeah, I can't wait for this. And you're, it's 65 inches too, right? It is. Yeah. See, you you got my ideal setup. I just uh, it looks like I'm gonna have to upgrade to to Jimmy's level. No, no, you got to outdo Jimmy and get that 8K TV. <laughs> oh, okay. So that way you're ready uh, for story that. Wait, did we? I think we. Never mind. Okay. It's it, it's not, or I don't know if we're talking about it later. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, I, I'm gonna I'm just gonna say real quick on this next story. We don't really need to get into it. It's just a heads up to everybody uh, that Fubo TV, which we talk about here and there, they've been making moves. And they're buying Balto Sports, 
which apparently is going to make this is their first step into online sports wagering. Ooh, so, no, that's kind of, that's kind of scary. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, that that's about it. That's all we really need to talk about it. So, there, Fubo uh, TV, it, the the new sports betting service. That's well, cool. no, it not necessarily, but because uh, there are a lot of betting sports wagering platforms out there that have started streaming, like uh, right party or not party poker who is it you right now you've got the moscone cup going on which is a huge uh billiards uh tournament uh Mm -hmm. europe versus usa and that's put on by i think it's party poker um Mm -hmm. and uh oh match room match room is the platform uh that and you know they they do wagering and they do the streaming <laughs> and, you know, it makes sense that, you know, Fubo is a sports centric uh, streaming platform. Uh, you may as well have, you know, some sort of way to get in on that wagering. Uh, Very cool. But yeah, if, if you want to know more about it, uh, if you're a nerd for the details, yeah, there's um, a link. Gamblers that or individuals that have gambling tendencies, beware. This is <laughs> yeah. taking your options to a whole new level. Yeah, I guess, according to this, the online sports wagering market is expected to reach $155 billion by 2024. Wow. Just, just to put that out there. All right, that's it. What's next? All right. Uh, so we have a review here of an of an inexpensive Android TV box. This is called the MeCool KM3 Android TV box, and uh, essentially the reviewer points out that it is a really awesome device for the person who wants to have a higher end Android TV box with all the cool features, including things like extra USB ports and an actual Ethernet jack. Yes, I'm looking at you, Clyde, and uh, you know actually good amounts of storage aside with a, you know, the base model has eight gigs, four gigs of Ram and 64 gigs of internal storage. They have a 128 gig storage version as well. And it's for sale for as low as 79.99 right now. I just checked it out for websites for pace about the big deal about this though, if you are looking for that all encompassing, all incoming experience uh, for a single streaming box is that this one does not support Netflix. So yeah which i don't really care um so it's perfect for you (laughs) actually this is and i the one when i saw this uh i realized that that this is the perfect example of what i want because it's Mm -hmm. comparable to the google streaming uh option or the Mm -hmm. google chromecast sky plus plus with Chromecast, TV, TV Plus um, Now, Bax, whatever. <laughs> Except, I mean that that's only got like two gigs of RAM, and yeah. it's only got like eight gigs of storage. Yeah, it Get has that. no peripherals. Um, <laughs> and this, while this doesn't really completely compare to the uh, the and oh the Shield. Uh, in the processor, it still has more storage. Uh, and the and the other thing, I mean, it's still powerful enough to do 4K. 
uh, it, it knocks off all the boxes. This isn't for everybody. This is for me. Um, and then the, the one thing that's really cool about this one is while number one, it is Google certified, so they can actually use the play store. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why that Netflix thing is even an issue. It's not um, certified. By it Netflix. is certified. Oh, but not it's not Netflix. it's certified not by, by Google. But yeah, whatever. The uh the thing that's cool about sets this one apart from other Android TV boxes is the fact that they have a built-in sideloading utility. Oh, really? Built into it. Nice. So sideloading is always an option with Android. It's an option in Android TV. You can turn it on, but they haven't given you an easy way to sideload you basically have to download it on your computer and then connect to your android tv and basically ftp it across you know you can get it there it's hoops that normal people don't want to go through i always found it annoying and even though it was fairly easy they have they have uh a built-in utility to help you sideload apps so that that's what really sets it apart aside from the fact that it has good specs and a USB port. And, Three. And a hundred bucks. Is oh, I mean an Ethernet port. I meant an yeah, Ethernet yeah. port. But yes, it's got multiple. <laughs> and it's less than a hundred bucks. Yeah. I mean, sure, the Shield has a better CPU technically. Yeah. But it's also over, it's like a hundred dollars more. So with less storage. So yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll take the more storage and more RAM um, yeah. over yeah. the slightly better cpu all right hey you know hulu launched that beta of the watch party right because you know this is a thing that the people are using is that well, when we... everybody gets together and they compare their wristwatches? so yeah you see that, look at my watch it's really, really I mean, nice it's a hair past a freckle right now so yeah i mean look at mine <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, no, the watch party, which is where it allowed people to simultaneously watch the same show at the same time and be able to chat and it's in a combined chat room, um, which allows, you know, you to kind of have an experience where you're actually maybe, you know, conversating with people at the same time, you know, a shared experience, something that maybe would be kind of lacking right now. Anyways, uh, this has been a something they've had in beta for a little while, and they've announced that they are now making it available to all subscribers, you do not have to sign up for it. It is available for you to use when you're using your computer to watch your Hulu. You can join your watch party and watch simultaneously with your friends. Yeah, boy, just in time for the price hikes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, this is, I mean, this is great because previously it was uh, ad free only. Now it's everybody. So, yeah. And I mean, they're not really doing the price hikes for, uh, the regular Hulu. So, yet, I won't. I won't say that adding features is problematic. I have no problem with it. I think it's great. <laughs> I guess I just I don't grasp the value of this. Though the asocial people like myself are probably not who they're targeting. Okay, <laughs> imagine uh, that uh, um, that. Some people, Clyde and I want, want to watch the most recent episode of a show. Um, like uh, we want, want to watch um, My Hero Academia, uh, which is on Hulu, by the way, but it's behind what he gets to watch on the on his other streaming network. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so we comes out. I want to watch it with Clyde. I want to be able to chat. Like that was so awesome. Well, the thing because you know maybe normally we'd be with friends and saying that. Yep. Uh, that's the, I mean it it that's it. That's the point yeah. of it is to be among. I mean, the, I, I get the whole watch party thing. Uh, I understand why. I just don't understand. Like yeah. Like well, I, theoretically, I know why, but like. Well, I don't need another person in the same room with me to watch a show. Think, like, yeah. think, think of it this way. In the age of COVID, right? You know, you and your family for the holidays can watch Christmas for right? You can watch yeah. it together. You know, the, the family that can't come to visit, right? I, this, I, I'm, just, I'm just pointing out that I'm an asocial crank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know who's also asocial? Who? YouTube TV. You know why? Why? Because they went ahead and sent me an email. It's not that I care so much about the channel, but the fact that they sent me the email saying, oh, by the way, today it is the 30th of November. Tonight at midnight, you're going to lose access to the te- to the sport to the uh, to the tennis channel uh, because we have made an agreement with Sinclair hours before it happened really bothered me it's like mm. at least you got an email i turned on youtube tv last night to watch the newest episode of ducktales which has been canceled by the way i hate disney right now what um, and youtube tv just popped up a thing that says the tennis channel isn't on isn't available anymore and i had to click okay my first question was I got the tennis channel <laughs> and then I said, whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so Matt understand this. They sent the email to all three people that had ever watched that channel. I never watched it. Well, they made, they made a mistake. They threw you in just in case. <laughs> so, so they sent it to the two people that watched that channel and, and me. you. Everybody else just got the pop up yeah. when they logged in. Wabbit said he got it too, but uh, still, I mean, yeah. If I was someone that uh, that subscribed and really cared about that channel, oh, I would be pissed. It's oh, yeah. not like the baseball one where they extended it through the, you know, also Sinclair. Mm -hmm. Um, that ran out in February, they extended it through the baseball season and gave people a heads up basically all summer that come October, end Mm -hmm. of the main season, uh, this is going away if they don't budge. Uh, yeah. So I don't know if that speaks to the popularity of the channel that Mm -hmm. they didn't give or if it was just that kind of decision where. Uh, we we don't really have a choice. It's got to go. Uh, but either way, if you wanted the, if you desperately want the tennis channel, you can't get it on YouTube TV. Yeah, I, I would say I think it is, it is worth pointing out that this is a pretty despicable way to do it. Right? There are people that care about the tennis channel, and to wake up the next day and not have what you expected to be able to watch from the previous day would be would be pretty frustrating especially without having had warning um i think that that is unexcusable i don't have a problem with them canceling it you that's the great thing about these services they tell you a a week ahead of time 
you just change services right then it takes you 15 minutes to cancel youtube tv and to sign up for hulu tv you're set i love that and that's what's great about this but no warning is completely unexcusable there's there's absolutely no reason that they couldn't give at least a week's heads yeah and i the only thing that i can guess is that they didn't notice because they probably thought there was going to be a renewal yeah i'm guessing that there was discussions happening and then they came up to the and something fell uh point where they could no longer show it and there was clearly not going to be it was like a oh crap kind of because if they had continued showing it then they'd be breach of contract yeah they'd be in trouble by sinclair so i i have a feeling it wasn't really something they were planning for it It didn't feel like it was an oh crap uh damage control kind of situation and and i'll just simply repeat that's not excusable no, no, it's not. Excuse me. It's just possible. Reason. I mean, but sometimes yeah. stuff happens and it's messy and could have been, could have been worse. Could have been. Hey, oh, it totally met. could have been worse. They could have just the... taken it off and not told anybody <laughs> or, or taken it off right in the middle of the French Open. No, but I, if they took it off while not told anybody, most of us wouldn't have noticed. So it maybe it would have been better. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, no, kind of like AT&T I mean, did to me with H- HBO Max. They just <laughs> took it off my plan and didn't tell me. Yeah. You know, what, oh well. All right. Well, if you, if you don't, if you're sad about losing, uh, yeah, you know, the tennis channel, maybe you'll be happy to know that YouTube TV will be picking up the channel called Next Stars. It, it's called WGN America. Is this like WGN that... Yeah. Uh, the Chicago station. The Chicago station. Yeah, yeah, they make they make some. So Next Star owns WGN. That's oh, okay. why it, it this this title is terrible uh, because you have to understand that ne- what Next Star is and that Next Star is the parent company of WGN. Um, so basically, uh, YouTube TV. If you're sad that they are losing, they've lost baseball and they are losing uh, tennis. Well, never fret. They're getting WGN. You're get you will once again be able to get those curfew notices that it's 9 p.m. Do you know where your children are? I miss those. <laughs> uh, I, I I like I like the WGN station. Uh, they've done, you know, for the scrappy channel that they are. They've done some really cool originals. Uh, the that mo- that show about uh, about the Manhattan Project was mm-hmm. a WGN show. Um, there was some other stuff that I don't remember now. Oh, I about the Married Hillbillies. with Children. Well, no, Married with Children was a Fox show. They just okay. were they lived in Chicago. Oh, okay. Uh, but I think WGN had carried the uh, reruns for years. But yeah, if, if you're a fan of WGN, and I think WGN will give you Cubs baseball. I think so. And possibly uh, Bears football. Um, so that right there could be uh added bonus. So. Yep, absolutely. 
All right. Well, last story of the night tonight is that YouTube has added new features for YouTube streamers, especially useful for live streamers that are using the YouTube platform. Uh, what they've added is a couple of things like live redirect. This is a way for you to have a pre-show, which is a technically a different stream or different show that you can have running before you go into your live stream. Uh, that way, when it's time to actually make your show, it can be just the show and not the pre or post show part of your stream. This then will automatically with have a redirect of your current show into the into uh, for your pre-show into your your current show. Very much kind of like being having a raid in uh, uh, in uh, in Twitch. Uh, it's it's like the pre-show thing that you can already do in Twitch. Okay, okay. Uh, Pre-roll, the other, they call it. There, it. And also, it looks like there's another feature that's being uh, set up in here called uh, trailers, which is also another short short clips thing, which you can do uh, to uh, pre to pre before a show starts. You can actually have a, a anywhere from 15 seconds to 30 seconds, 30 minutes, three minutes of a little show that you can have on there to basically... Uh, in a world where you could watch stuff on the internet we have and a video you can watch about stuff on the internet and have a trailer before your show starts and again this is another <laughs> thing that twitch has been yelling at me for over a year that we need to make for our show um so yes they're they're creating parody or or parity not od uh parity with uh twitch uh, I, can I, can I have the parody? I want the parody. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I, I don't like that those two words are pronounced exactly the same, mean completely different, and they're spelled different. <laughs> parody and parody. Yep. Um, yeah. OD or IT, right? Um, but EY and DY, yes, mm -hmm. correct. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, good. Good for YouTube. Uh, they they need to stay competitive. Uh, the battle between the two of them means more only features, good things for good us stuff. as users. So, indeed, awesome. That is the news of the week. All right. Well, that brings us to the point in the show where we talk about the people that pay the bills. Well, actually, they do now. They they pay the Zoom bill. Uh, that is the patrons, the people that support us financially for whatever reason, whether it be uh, they feel sorry for us or maybe Likely. it's that they don't want to watch us live and they want a custom RSS feed so they can right. listen to the uh, what I've been told is the superior uh, bot squad. Um, and whatever the reason, I, I don't care. Uh, I am just glad that the patrons are out there. Uh, if you are a patron and you are listening to this, uh, you probably, hopefully you noticed that you got charged yesterday. Um, and hopefully they didn't notice. Hopefully it's not a problem. It's like, yeah, doesn't, or, it's yeah well, I guess maybe uh, no problem at all. It's just no problems. It's wonderful. It's yeah, wonderful. Yep. Uh, but when, when you see, when you see that uh, little bit, little charge on your, uh, bank statement at some point in the future just remember that that little charge that means we love you yes that that's just our way of saying thank you Indeed. and so uh it's what what's that uh i was gonna quote that hawaiian christmas song but i 
that was a bad idea. Um, <laughs> so I won't. Uh, thank you. If you are uh, interested in supporting us uh, for whatever reason, there is no limit. Uh, as much as little, uh, that's patreon.com slash the bod squad. And uh, we will thank you too. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Rants, raves. I've had a few. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. What do we got? Anything. Oh, why, why isn't there a hard drive in that yeah. tray? Because it's... Still? So they've acknowledged that they've received it. Finally? Two weeks ago. Oh, Wait, That's did you finally done. get the acknowledgement that they got it two weeks ago? Or yes. did you get an acknowledgement two weeks ago that they got it? I, I got the acknowledgement. Basically, we had the show two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And then like that Friday, the next Friday, they sent, I forgot, only got, got the, uh, I was able to go check my status and say, oh, oh yeah, we got your drive. It's like, above, you know, that, and I said it in like three or four weeks ago. It felt like at least. Um, so it's been, uh, and they haven't done anything as far as I know. They haven't put there. There's no status about what they did. Just says we've received it. So that's upsetting me very much. Um, the other thing I wanted to say is that uh, this weekend was full of all kinds of uh, busy work from putting up Christmas lights and all kinds of stuff. But the big thing that we did in our house is we took the purple room, which you guys mm-hmm. might remember is the previous room I used to be in. Yeah. And uh, it's no longer purple. It's been painted. That was is a it- big project. Is it green screen green? No, well, no, uh, I didn't get to pick the color. <laughs> it's a uh, 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 white and like a cornflower blue. It's so uh, that's it. It's uh, it's it's nice. It's very much more much brighter in there than it used to be. Let me put it that way. But that was a big project we did this weekend. And last but not least, um, I got one of these. This is a Avermedia live game. I, I see my reflection. It's a it's a game uh, ca- oh, okay. capture uh, unit mm-hmm. that I intend to start possibly using. Well, although I don't know what game I want to stream. If I want to stream anything, you're going to use it to stream stuff from Stadia. I don't have to. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to plug your Chromecast into that and then stream it, capture it on your computer, um, stream it to your TV. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, the delay would be delicious. Uh, Yeah, I I don't. I I might. I might try. I I mean, the game I've been playing the most is still Zelda. I've been replaying that again and taking my sweet time to do it. But I might. uh, I don't know. I haven't decided what I uh, what I want to uh, uh, do with that. But uh, that's I. That's the future. That's so the one when, when you get me- your Japanese sharp computer, you can use that game capture to yeah. stream wise one and two. I have to figure out how mm-hmm. to convert it to HDMI though to get it to get it so I can capture uh, it. You you go into a uh you go into an analog to digital converter box first. Yeah, I, I'm sure they have those. It's it's same thing you would use to take your video off of a camcorder. I um I, I I thought about getting one and trying to start streaming, but then I realized that I bore myself playing video games. Yeah. <laughs> burden other people. 
Yeah. Well, I've, uh, I've got that capture card. I've got an Avermedia. I've got the HD Pro. Uh, I use the internal card. Um, and you've seen how many times I've used it. Um, once? A couple times. Okay. I saw, I, I saw you in the last three years. I'm sorry. I did, I will say this one thing that I did see on the internet that was great, which was a video made by a poodle puncher on his poodle puncher channel of a wonderful bug that he was experiencing while oh, playing a GTA game Five. GTA Five. <laughs> it was amazing well, to see it, it him had, get it, into it, cars it, and the cars it, go crazy. It had already gone on for 15 minutes when I realized <laughs> I should turn on screen capture. Um, and yes. It was it was fun. Go check that out. <laughs> YouTube.com. Search for Poodle Puncher because I don't have a hundred subs, so I don't get my name. Oh no, actually it might be because I had it. I've had the channel long enough. I don't know. Whatever. Might it might still be under El Pollo Gigante. Um, but that that's a long story. Uh, all right. For another time. <laughs> yeah, for another time. Uh, anything else? We move on to Mike. Let Jimmy go. He's got he's got okay. something. Jimmy, what are you sitting on? Yeah, so yeah, I've been uh circled back around. I, you know, I watched you know the, the show Blacklist. When it first came out, I think I was watching it, watched the first mm -hmm. season or two, and then I fell off the wagon for a long time, right? And uh recently started picked back up on it. I think I did manage to grind all the way up to like the end of season three and got into season four. Well, I finished up season four recently and now I've started season five. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, it, I'm, I'm still liking it. You know, season five is still chucking right along. It's, it's a good show, right? They always seem to manage to uh, uh, to keep that show interesting right? and so, uh, just keep it going. Uh, so I started that, that show and I really enjoyed it when he was in the box and he was, you know, they were getting information out of him and, mm -hmm. uh, and that, and I realized I couldn't do that forever. And they eventually kind of, you know, broke him out and he started doing his own thing. Um, I dropped off when it was starting to get a little like, Oh my goodness, how creepy, how crazy can this get? when he was uh, apparently there's the episode where his i don't know what you call the cleanup lady she she they, there's a double cross there and mm -hmm. um and that's where i i left i stopped off there because i was like oh my goodness how much more deprived can this thing get uh and uh, so i think i stopped there it, yeah, how uh, how can they I, keep going I that was like I season two right i don't well, know well i i'll pause there too i think that was season three I, I paused there as well, Matt, it, almost exactly the same point you, you're talking about. And yeah, because of COVID and there's not anything new, all that much being released and all. So I, this is one of those shows I wanted, I said, oh, you, you know, I wanted to get back to this show. So let me go back, you know, watched a couple of episodes and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I remember how good this is now, you know, and just kept going with it from, from there and, and still going now. Yeah, I um, think... I think that I dropped off in the about the same place. That's kind of funny because I remember seeing that episode and not much mm -hmm. more. Because right. and I and I know I stopped in season three. So I, I didn't mm -hmm. even make it that far. I a few episodes in, I realized they were never gonna let him go back through the Stargate. 
and no, I, I know what's wrong with these people. Um, going. So I, I have to ask Jimmy, did you ever watch uh, Killing Eve? No, I haven't seen that one. Yet. You need to watch it. Uh, if my word's not enough, Tom Merritt is through the or over the moon about that show. I think there's three seasons out there now. Um, you can watch. Uh, I think they're on Hulu. Yeah. Um, definitely. Uh, it's it. I think it's right up your alley. It's uh, you know, serial killer and uh, a task force trying to catch the serial killer. And there's oh. stuff that's super absurd and really witty. Uh, drama. If it has a it's serial a, killer, my wife would be interested. And it's a BBC show. <laughs> oh, it's a BBC <laughs> show with the main character is American. Right. Yeah, um, we yeah we we like the uh, the European shows. And it does take America. place in uh, and it travels around Europe. Uh, mm -hmm. So uh, check it out. I I'm pretty sure watch the first episode and you'll know if you're in or not. It was one of those shows I kept seeing it, I kept seeing it, and I was like, I don't know. And I finally watched an episode and was like, why have I not been watching this? And I binged like two seasons uh, just in time for season three. So All right. I'll, I'll give it a shot. I've always liked your recommendations. Cool, cool. You know, Pet, Pet Justice was one of them. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, did you have something? Yeah, I mean, I tried to get my buy myself a little bit more time to come up with something oh. while Jimmy. Uh, well, you know what? Uh, if you need more time, you know, I've got a lot of time because I've spent over a week of my time waiting. I, I, we, we can wait some more. Uh, <laughs> if you remember, we we talked previously, and I, I've mentioned it a couple times. The new soundbar from Creative, the stage. Uh, v2 uh it came out earlier in november but it was out of back ordered until the 16th so i had to wait and then it showed back in stock and last week true to my word at after the show was over i placed my order and a week later i should i should have it right and I, yeah. I know there's going to be a couple days delay because of Thanksgiving and blah, blah, blah. Not only has it not shipped, they still haven't charged me. <laughs> it's been a week. Uh, the, the, the charge is still sitting as pending in my, on my ledger because, you know, they did the initial hold uh, waiting for shipping, and then they'll do the final charge. It's been a week, nothing other than my initial email that I got saying, hey, thank you for your order. Um, and it was weirdly worded, too, that when I saw the email, it looked scary. It scared me. It looked like a one of those, we appreciate your order, but emails, which it wasn't, but it's just the way it was. I, I am... I'm excited that creative or I'm glad that creative still around, but I am not, I'm not loving whoever it is. that's running their uh, warehouse and shipping. I'm wondering if it's the same people that uh, are holding Matt's hard drive 
hostage. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, because yeah, both they may both be uh, outsourcing their warehouse and inventory to another company, and could be the same company. Um, maybe that company starts with an A and ends with a Mazan. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. So creative. I want my sound bar. I, I went with it because he told me it was going to be here quick. Sorry, man. <sighs> all right. That's all the time I can buy you. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I ain't got nothing. Oh, uh, good. This has been a, a pretty dead week. Uh, it sounds like a rave to me. You got nothing to rant about. Yeah, it's uh, too busy at work to to get much in TV. I've been doing a lot of late nights, so haven't. You're not even going to talk about the captain's chair you were sitting in. Yeah, I mean, I I did mention this last week, but this um, this new chair is very comfortable. I I quite like it. Um, it's kind of one of those sport racer style with the footrest, and it reclines like a car seat with the lever on the side. It's um, it's good. I, I've been pretty happy with it. And it keeps me comfortable all day long. So can't complain too much about that. It's got a lumbar support that is made for a hunchback. Uh, it's a pretty huge pillow, but uh, it does have like a massaging feature on it. So mm. while I don't use it most of the day, occasionally I can, I can put that down and relax for a few minutes and fix my lumbar at the end of the day, I guess. I don't know. That's so, <laughs> yeah, a good chair. I've uh, been right. happy with it. And since I have literally been sitting in it the vast majority of the last week, that's uh, it's a good thing. All right. I've been sitting in this chair for a little over an hour and my ass hurts already. So <laughs> new sounds chair. like you need a new <laughs> lumbar. You need chair. a new Dominix. <laughs> da Womix, right? Da Winix. Da Wonix. Da Wonix. Da Wonix. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that is our cue. Uh, we we have lost all sense of uh, English. And so, I've lost feeling below my waist. And, so it's all good. And Pathway has lost all feeling below <laughs> his legs or whatever. Um, so <laughs> point, point exactly. Uh, thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. Uh, we glad to have you here. Uh if you're watching this after the fact, join us live sometime. We do this every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Central here on Twitch. And uh, you get to hang out, uh, do a little bit of talking before and after. Yeah, there is technically some sort of a post show. Um, but if you don't come here live, you don't get to participate. So uh, that's where we will be voting on the titles for tonight's show yes we're voting on the titles everybody head on over to <laughs> tbs.showbot.tv uh vote for everything that tickles your fancy anything that you would like to see as the title of the show and we will pick that in the post show uh other than that uh if you need to get a hold of us you want to follow us uh whatever you can reach out to us on Twitter at the VOD squad. Uh, you can send us an email, the squad at gmail.com. Uh, 
And uh, so you can subscribe to the podcast anywhere podcasts are subscribable. Other than that, I have got nothing else to say. So I don't think there is anything else to say. Oh, yes, there is something else we got to say. What? Goodbye. Oh, thank you. Later. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. (laughs) 